Hey everybody, superfan Giovanni here. Welcome to Classic Love Line, episode 367, from February 24th, 1997, a Monday night show with guest Squirrel Nut Zippers. Adam opens the show explaining the band to Dr. Drew, who would go on to become a fan of them and their other 90s era contemporaries from the Swing Revival. Adam responds to a listener email about his thoughts on gay men and their upbringings, a great example of people hearing what they want and getting themselves upset over nothing. Adam and Drew go in depth on this uh, listener email and end up having a lot of fun with the band. Two songs were played, as per usual. All in all, a classic show that highlights the bizarre resurgence of swing culture in the late 90s and how it made its way onto Classic Loveline. Definitely a time capsule episode for sure. Make sure to download every file. Uh, reset your feed to auto-download if you use iTunes or other players that unsubscribe you from auto-downloading after 10 episodes build up. And make sure to rate and review five stars wherever possible. iTunes, your favorite RSS reader, or podcast player. By letting us know you want these shows and downloading them, we can bring in more. For listeners who have asked to contribute, it's literally the only way you can contribute is by supporting the files and downloading them. And of course, using our Amazon link for Classic Love Line on podcast1.com, Classic Love Line page. As per usual, it was recorded in 1997. Some of the medical advice may be out of date, some of the music too. Please contact your own physician or contact Dr. Drew and Mike Catherwood on Current Day Love Line, 1 800 L O V E 191. Listener discretion is advised. You can follow us on Twitter at Podcast One, on Facebook, Podcast One as well, and podcast1.com, the home of all your favorite podcasts. Mahalo and get on. The following program is a podcast1.com production. <sighs> Two. Welcome to Love Line with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Would you sleep with sick women? I may be pregnant, but I'm still a man. Spank the unruly ones. It's indecent, it's vulgar, it's blasphemous. You're gonna ride you till you can't stand up. Come on, come on, let's go down. All right, all right, keep your shirt on. Love Line's meant for an adult audience. Love Line may contain sexually oriented content. Listener discretion is advised. Here's Love Line with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla. All right, phone number 1-800-LOVE-191, fax number 310-854-4455. I'm Adam Carolla. That is Dr. Drew. He is the board-certified physician and the addiction medicine specialist. Tonight, our guests are, well, I don't know if I call them the squirrel, but uh, squirrel nut zippers. These guys are, uh, I don't know, I always hate, uh, you know, whenever you classify a band, they always get pissed. But they're a throwback band. To what? Sort of a Cab Calloway, swing band. Oh, I love that Hoochie stuff. Coochie Coochie and all that. I love that stuff. But not, a, not, a, not necessarily a derivative of it. They, right. That's what they sound like. And it's great music. Wow. It's, uh, it's all part of the whole swing uh, thing that's uh, heated up ah, just recently. Exciting. Yeah, so uh, they're going to be in here uh, just after the first break, and uh, we'll uh, hear some of their music and talk to them. Nice, educated, uh, overzealous lads, I would, uh, I would, I would uh, label them that way. Drew. Yeah. What do you want? You want to talk about something? I got some email here. You go to the email, and I got my thing. I think our first question will lead into my stuff. All right. <clears throat> you know it won't, but all right. Uh, this I'll comes sure. from uh, Peter. Hi, Adam. Hi, Dr. Drew. I enjoy. I guess this is uh, directed at me. I enjoy your show, but I don't always agree with your theories. Well, you know there's something wrong with this lad. I'm a gay man, 28. I've been in a relationship for four years. So here's my uh, comment. I don't agree with your theory that gay men are the result of a... Of, uh, of broken homes. Oh, when do we say <laughs> I don't know. When do I say that? You don't say that? I don't say that. Because I wouldn't let you say that. I mean, you could say that, but I wouldn't agree with it. When do I say that gay men are the result of broken homes? I rarely give my theories on why men turn gay. 
I only get my theories on. Wait, 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 I don't think you ever have. I never have. Yeah, because I. I say how you know they're gay. We've talked a little bit about once the, they're gay, and we talked right, and we talked a little bit about the biological basis for that that might be there. All right. Uh, all right. Anyway, it goes on to say, uh, I don't think having a male role model around would have changed my sexual desire for men. Did we say something? I've never said this. I, I, you know, some people have such a uh, a chip on their shoulder that if you bring up something, they just they construed it, it yeah. into whatever it is they want to hear. Uh. Uh, if you polled all your listeners to determine who was from a, uh, from broken homes, you'd probably find the majority... Uh, you probably find the majority are. Period. That would that would bear up to statistics. You know, right. most, most homes are broken. Uh, it's important that you guys try not to perpetuate myths and stereotypes, given your influential positions. I agree. All right, we agree. But listen, dickhead, I never said that. I don't know what this guy's and, talking and, but about. But to the extent that we do, uh, in any way, perpetuate the stereotypes and myths, we people should feel free to bring it to our attention. But be accurate about it, so at least we can change our ways. Yeah, I don't know what he was listening to. Don't get me wrong. I'm always making fun of the gays, but I make fun of everybody. Right. And I never want the broken home theory. No. What uh, What is your theory, Drew? What do you think? I about don't have that? one. That's why, that's why I would not have let you get by with a specific theory. What is I'm your not... uh, What is your off the air uh, couple of scotch and sodas in your theory about why men turn gay? I don't have one. I mean, it's I mean, not you, an over-domineering we, we, mother we a, in the yes. absence of a father. You have no theories we like that. We have occasionally talked about uh, negative feelings towards a mother of who smother a child or who, who overwhelm a child in some way that they, the child is never able to effectively attach to the, the mother that way. Right. Emotionally. And this is a topic that was uh, debated in the um, media some years ago, and it's, and it's cooled off a little bit. There was this whole... Uh, Hyperthalamus gland and all that business, but there are there are clearly some biological anatomical propensity towards homosexuality. Right. But if you know if you're if the environment doesn't uh, play out the proper way, you probably wouldn't get it. I don't all know. right, all right. Listen, but but, I, but it's to... not but it's not pathology. It's just like saying you grow up uh, obsessive. You know, there there's certain kinds of styles of living and personalities and things that are not abnormal. They're just Right. Preferences or whatever. They're just, they're just All right. Let's all stop trying to figure out who's gay and why. God bless the gays. That's what I say. I love schlong. There are no gay serial killers. There's certainly no gay g- gang members. Gays don't graffiti. They don't rob. They don't mug uh, old women. Yeah. They, uh, they keep their car nice. They keep their condo clean. And they uh, take care of business. And they stay away from the ladies. Uh, I, I really wish the entire planet was gay. It'd be a much better place to live. It really would. Uh, Who's into recycling more, gay men or straight men, Drew? Just be, be careful. Cause Who? I, I don't know. Oh, come on. Adventure or guess? Yeah. Thank you. Right. And uh, who would be more apt uh, not to throw a McDonald's burger wrapper and cup out of the speeding car window down an interstate? Okay. The gay or the straight? Okay. That's right. That's right. The gay males are more overtly aggressive and a-holes. That's true. The who males? The, excuse me, the, the heterosexual. Yes, males. Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. There's, there's no prison riot with gays. Right. There's no gang violence with gays. I, I mean, you, somebody's going to take exception and say you're stereotyping. Well, there are, of course. Kiss my ass. You course, find me a gay well, gang. There are, there... Find me the gay gang. That's why I love the gays. Jason, 18, you're on Loveline. Um, yeah, I just had a question uh, for Dr. Drew about um, how 
my girlfriend and I are thinking about having sex, and it would be her first time and my second. And she, I mean, I'm sort of half and half about it, but she already picked up the stuff. So I really have two questions. And one is about what is the she? Dif- effectiveness of different things. And the other is, should I be worried about the stuff that, that she seems so eager to do it? What? What stuff, Jason? She picked up a box of condoms and I think some foam, and I want to know what's the what's the effectiveness of what's the best. I mean, condoms are very effective. They're not a hundred percent, but they're very effective, and they certainly add the the second benefit of being a safe sex technique. The most effective for a couple your age is the oral is the the hormonal therapy, either Depo-Provera, oral contraceptive pill, or uh, Norplan. Yeah, but she needs a prescription for all of those things. That's correct, and she can walk into Planned Parenthood and get them. Mm. I mean, you can go, or an emergency, wherever she wants. She she is eight. She's eighteen. Uh, no, seventeen. What is she? She's over twelve in most states, and certainly over fourteen, I think, in all. Uh, she can walk wherever she wants and get a contraceptive pill, but totally confidentially at her own will. All right, Jason. Now here, thank you for not reproducing, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really what's keeping me from. I mean, that's why I'm really sort of uptight about this kind of thing. I'm really not going to jump at this. All right. But you're nervous by her enthusiasm about yeah, it. Yeah, I, I, it makes it worries me a little bit because, I mean, I've done it once before and it was a complete mistake and I'm sorry almost the instant that I did it because mm-hmm. I didn't really care too much about the person and we were both, like, really vulnerable and it was a mistake and I, I know what it feels like. To really? How old were you? I'm 18 now. I was 17 when that happened. It was just but, last I mean, June. That's Why that's was not. it such a mistake? Who was this girl? Well, it was a friend who had just broken up with a boyfriend, and she just came over to my house late. I had this walk-in basement. My parents don't, you know, they don't know if someone can just come over. Ah, the more sex has gone on in the basement than any other part of the house. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, anyway, I... If you could park a car in the basement, you would... Uh, my parents wouldn't have, hear it. You would surely get laid every night. Absolutely. But All right. They, but they, you, but look, Jason is a sensitive guy. He, he was, certainly is. You, you, you were I worry. You, well, I, I, yeah, I kind of do too, actually. But <laughs> but, but you know, in a good way, in a good way. Uh, and uh, you know, he connected with this girl, and it was not right. He knew it. He All right, right, Jason. I, I, I know what it feels like to to do something. And, well, but maybe you know, examine your feelings about this girl, and and maybe wait until you are feeling it's the right well, thing. The, to do. I feel it's the right thing, but she, I'm worried that she might be feeling it and not really knowing what she's feeling. You know? All right, Jason. Well, don't worry too much about her, but make sure that she. Uh, has ample opportunity to assert herself, okay? Jason, yeah. let me give you a little tip about life. You uh, dissect things uh, to too great uh, a degree with too much detail, and you just are left with the fact that you have to kill yourself. That's <laughs> yeah. what happens at the end of heavy dissection. Uh, overanalyzing. Yes, do not do that. Do not analyze. Uh, moderate analyzation, fine. A moderate dissection, fine. Th- thoughtfulness, fine. Overanalyzation uh, means uh, the ozone's drying up and we're all going. You'll kill yourself. Don't do it. All right? Carpe diem. All right? Thank you very much. Good luck, Jason. Uh, now, well, listen, one of the reasons I wanted Jason... Latin for bang your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. That, I thought that was a Marine for that. Yes. Uh, but uh, one of the reasons I wanted to take that call was that I was driving in tonight. I'm actually, three or four times on, on news radio tonight, I heard them talking about lead story. They broke into the All Opera ch- channel uh, with for, a breaking for, news. For important story. I, I slipped my finger <laughs> slipped, and I, I got over to that. Uh, the postcoital contraceptive, the morning after pill, is now being endorsed. I guess, I guess it's, I didn't quite understand. The story was not presented very well. I guess it's the FDA now that's approving, but the government is officially acknowledging that this is a viable treatment, which is shocking to me because I've known about it 
forever, and I never knew that there was anything that uh, was restricting physicians from prescribing it. And you, you brought well, it up. Well, society's more rights. Well, you brought it up a couple of times that it's not being widely, people are not being educated about it because of the issues related to abortion. I want this uh, post-coitus uh, uh, contraception pill on the nightstand of every teenager across this land, uh, right next to the... The alarm clock and the Hello Kitty diary, now, right the, between <laughs> the two. I want the postcoital. Why not a Hello Kitty dispenser or something? Oh, there's a brilliant idea. Now you're thinking, Drew. Do you see? Do you see what happens from hanging out with me for a year or it's so? It's scaring me. It really is tough. But, but listen, let's 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 repeat this several times because if there ever were a worthy banner for you to carry, this is the one. Adam. Oh, uh, that it's a pill you can take within 72 hours of having sex. Uh, you take it for basically three days. Kind of a high dose of a, of a contraceptive, and sometimes people get a little nausea and vomiting, but it's pretty effective in preventing pregnancy. And this is what happens when the condom breaks or the guy tries the pull-out technique and uh, does not do a very good job of it. You take this when you think you're pregnant. and it, there's it, any possibility of it. And yeah. it nip- I may take some tonight. What the why, hell? Why don't you? Just to prove how you never know. you are. I could have sat in something. The point is this. It nips it in the bud, yeah. and that's what I'm looking for. Jane, 18, you're on Loveline. Uh, hi. Um, my my stepdad and my mom um, have lately have been having sex a lot, like, in fr- in not right in front of me and my sister, but, like, when we're around and can't get out of there, like, when we went camping. Like his ass is blocking the door or something? <laughs> well, actually, like, when we went camping, oh. we were in the tent, and it was, oh, like, no. a three-person tent. <laughs> And they were, like, right next to us having sex. And there was nothing we could do because it was pouring Did you outside. bring it up to them? What's that? Did you bring up to them? That, I mean, did they know you were awake? Um, I think so because it was only, like, ten minutes after we got in the tent. Did you confront them? No, I don't know how to say that. I don't know how to say, like, stop having sex in front of us. Were they drinking the uh, hot cider with a little rum in there before they called it a night? I don't know. Well, I don't think so. I All mean, right. Not Openly. Jane, Jane. Yeah. Where's your mom? Uh, right now. Right no, now. No, just in the the uh, evolutionary chain of humans. Where would she be? Uh, in front of the polar bear? Uh, <laughs> where is she? She. I live with my dad, so oh. she's she's somewhere else right now. But it's just every time we go to visit her, she's getting it on. Right. All right. And uh, they're doing it in the house as well when you guys are around. Right. Doesn't that strike you kind of weird too? I'll tell you, no, I think it's ingenious. They live apart? No, no, no. She, she, her, her mom is doing it with her stepdad. Please pay attention to the show, Drew. <laughs> the mother is getting it on with the stepfather. But they don't live in the same house. The mother is getting it on with the stepfather. <laughs> Hold on, I'll say it slower, Jane. <laughs> the mother having sex with the stepfather. Right. Jane lives with her father. Ah, biological father. Okay, got it, got it. Got it. Sorry, Drew. I, uh, it was it. my fault for not getting out the chalkboard, Jane. Yeah. All right, so here's the here's the situation. They're getting, oh, in the tent. Yeah. It, but now here's what I was going to say. This is uh, diabolical. This is brilliant. Well, well, you understand? Her, she needs to tell her dad. No, 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 no. The, I know what's going on. Drew, if you ever want your children to uh, abstain from sex, this is the way to do it. Have them hear uh, hear you rolling around on top of your wife for uh, ten minutes of uh, sh- sweaty, uh, uh, unrhythmic lovemaking. Uh, Jane, you're totally repulsed by sex now, aren't you? Actually, 
actually, yes, I am a virgin. See that? Do you see that? You'll be a virgin until you're 35. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> it works. Wait it's a minute. Brilliant. I want to hear this slowly. Let my poor little weak brain soak this in because I'm looking for that very technique. You're, but I don't think I have it in me to, to violate the boundaries of the family quite so perniciously right. as this. All right. You cannot talk to your stepfather. You're going to have to talk to your stepmother. I mean, your mother. Or dad. Well, what's Dad going to do? Dad? Don't tell oh. Dad. Oh, it's all Dad needs to know is that uh, his ex, oh, who was I, probably oh, still heartbroken over, was getting no. banged in the tent I think next to Junior. Dad's head would explode no. if he knew this. That's right. That's why you and, don't but tell he him. he would take care of business. Yeah, he'd take care of business with a forty-five nah, and a six-pack. No. <laughs> really? Yes. Yes. Oh. Listen, Jane, you need to talk to your mom. And look, you know, spell it out to her, but you don't have to be rude about it. Just say, uh, listen, I, I, I kind of knew what was going on in the tent the other day, and I knew what was going on. Is mom a little kooky? Uh, yeah. See, mom might, that's, that's why she's living with dad and not with mom. Okay. Well, actually, that is. <laughs> All right. And, uh, so, you know, All right. mom might real respond is that's why you got to tell dad. All right. Jane, uh-huh. don't tell anyone. You're 18. You don't live with them. Mom's a wingnut. Forget it. Stay away from them and tell your dad. Just don't go camping with them. Bring your I own damn tent. Them. How old's your sister? Uh, she's 20. All right. At All least right. you guys are adults. Yeah, look. You're 18. She's 20. No more camping. Okay. You understand? <laughs> okay. You find your own boys. Go camp and have sex with them. Okay. Let me tell these you something. Condoms. Everyone gets it on when you camp. That's why you go camping. That's why all these, uh, these uh, scout leaders are pedophiles. They can't help it. It's not their fault. The regular average working guys, everything's fine, and then they take the, the weebelows on a camping trip and all hell breaks loose. Oh. There's something about the outdoors. There's something about peeing outside. Don't ever let your kids go on those I, camp I, I, outs. This is all just etching into my brain now. Okay. And like, uh, I, I mean, well, parenting tips tonight. Like good at them. Armed security guard should, uh, yeah. should oh, follow yes. every uh, Cub Scout troop. When people go outdoors to sleep, there's sex that goes on. It's like <laughs> a, the clan of the cave bear all of a sudden. All right. Hey, listen, I, I told you as soon as you mentioned uh, your, your sort of generalities about the gay males, a listener called in. The, this is on our computer screen right now. I wanted to inform Adam that oh, there are at least two right. gay serial killers out there, right? Oh, that's right. John Wayne Gacy and Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> two little-known uh, serial killers minimal, in American minimal history. Impact, yeah. All right. All right. The right. What can I say? The gangs. With, All right. I, I, I'm going to the gangs. I will. I will take serial killers off the list. All right. Um, I stand corrected. Pete, 18, you're on Loveline. Hey, how you doing? Good. I just thought you had said I love the show, but here's my question. My girlfriend and I, you know, mm. we're like both virgins, you know. We screw around a lot. And like the other day, we went in the bathtub together, and like we screwed around in there for a while, and like I came in the water. How long does it like stay alive? You're all class, Pete. <clears throat> It's like the uh, the uh, sex on Valdez uh, with this Pete you over mean, here. Can your sperm make her pregnant? Is that really the question? Well, I mean, like in the water. No. Like, is it is it like in the bathtub now? It I mean, will it's not, it, it's it will cling to any moving surface. Yeah, so. it's not instantaneously. No one dead. is getting out of there without a good slicking. But nobody. It, it, it's not how pregnant. I mean, I just can't imagine how that would result in a pregnancy. No, well, they do say the sperm swims, Drew. Yeah, it swims through semen, not through ocean water. It's well, like right, to, your, water. to your Pete say, that tub was a nice 50-50 mix there. Oh. <laughs> well, uh, 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 oh, I mean, like, is it like, okay, like, well, uh, let's say that we were doing something else, and, like, I came and, like, you know, I didn't fulfill, fulfill her yet, so I began to do that with the cum or the semen on me. You, you know, mean, how long you, mean you, ha- you alive, like, on a skin surface? 
You mean you penetrate after that? No, he did something no. with his hand. No, I'm a virgin, see? See, something with the hand, a little tricky. No, he did something with his hand. Drew, please. Um, no, it's not going to... I mean, I mean, if it's on your hand, yes, it can be placed well, I mean, there. Like, it's right. like kind of dried on there. I'm going to answer your question, Pete. She is not pregnant. Or if you have any question, use that morning after pill we talked about. It's <laughs> a perfect opportunity for that, for crying out loud. I mean, no, no. Look, what, she's well, listen, not pregnant. I agree she is not. whacked off in the tub, I, for listen, Christ's I sake. I agree she is not. It's like the, saying if she uh, fell into my hamper, would she be knocked uh, up? Uh, yeah, well, hmm. Yes. Uh, but, I, I, you know, it's an opportunity for people, who other people who might be listening, who have a question, gee, could it as a possibility, I mean, who might not be as... Uh, quite as anxious as Pete and might not be realizing their risks, get that damn morning after pill. A lot of sex going on in the tub. If you could take a tub, put it in the basement, and then move that out into the wilderness, it'd be a nonstop orgy in there. I thought you said the tub had to be in the back of a car. Yes, okay. You take the tub, which is the uh, upstairs sex spot. You put the tub in a car, which is the uh, mobile sex spot. You then take the tub in the car and you put it in a basement. A lot of sex. And not only just straight sex, but a lot of experimentation going on in the basement. You ever notice in those movies, that's where the lab is. The dungeon in the lab, always in the basement. And you take all that and you put it out at Yosemite. Frickin' uh, orgy. Oh. All right. Uh, listen. Uh, hey, can we hear hell? Can we hear that song? We can just run a little bit late into the spot? Yeah. Yeah, good. Good, because I want to hear this song before we bring out the uh, Squirrel Nut Zippers so you can uh, know all about them. This is uh, off of their CD called Hot, and it's called Hell. Zippers off of Hot. Name of the song is Hell, and we'll be back right after this. Why don't you try rapping at this time? Yo, yo, kick some flavor and stuff and love and line. I'll be right back in a minute. I'm sorry, that was really bad. You're just not street like me. Now, if you're taking all your business calls yourself, it is tough to look professional. It's tough to get anything done then. eVoice can help you by managing all your calls. It provides you with a better way to connect with your clients. A toll-free number, professional voice greeting, a dial-by-name directory, eVoice transforms any phone into a business phone. When customers call, they're automatically sent to wherever you are. You could be at home, in the office, sitting poolside even, but you'll always sound like a Fortune 500 company. And you get this all for under $13 a month. Right now, for a limited time, try eVoice for free for 60 days. I don't know how we're able to do that, but there you go, for free. 60 days just for my listeners. Go to eVoice.com, enter promo code ACE, A-C-E. Do not put this off. Get to the computer. Set up your eVoice 60-day extended free trial now. eVoice.com, promo code ACE. That is eVoice.com, promo code ACE. Hey, have you ever been screwed over in a sketchy business deal? Yes, indeed. Then you need to listen to Clark Howard, the nation's most effective consumer advocate. Hi, it's Clark Howard. You can hear my ways for you to save big money. And you know that's my mission, to help you save more, spend less. 
help you avoid ripoffs. Every day, thousands of people get the inside scoop on how to get their money's worth every time they buy. And you can too by checking out his podcast anytime, day or night at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com. Hi, this is Penelope Ann Miller, and you're listening to Love Line with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. That's Penelope Ann Miller. All right. We hear that night? Oh, yes. Yes, I told her the shadow was the worst movie oh, yes. ever made. And she, she was so offended. Took immediate offense and defended that movie. And, and by the way, I, did Ann tell you what she said when she came out there in the, in the uh, booth? No. Oh, she was not happy. The Shadow Knows. The Shadow she Knows. Was it was the happy. worst effing movie ever made. She was one of her favorite, though. Oh, please. That's what she said. She has to be. She's an, I know she's an intelligent woman, and that was just... Look, she's done some fine work. Stupendous. Okay. Stupendous <laughs> Settle in, Drew. No, she's a great actor. Oh, All right. She's done, done some good work, work. but, uh, but uh, The Shadow was uh, one of the worst movies ever made. I mean, I really would rather see... Um, uh, the. Bad News Bears breaking training like part six or something than that movie. Okay, you just gave I, me a flashback I, of how I spent man, my afternoon. Man, that really turns me off. You gave me a flashback of how I spent my afternoon. Good. All right, let's stop Watch, making... Watching family, a family movie in the movie right. theater. Which is let's stop making idle chatter here because we have the band. Uh, Squirrel Nut Zippers are here. Jay, Chris, and Ken. Hi. Hello. Hello. Howdy. Thank you for uh, coming out. Thank you for having us. All right. So, uh, let's get a little plug in first. The uh, name of the CD is Hot. It's the second CD. Correct. And Came it's, out of June of last year. It's uh, very uh, unconventional, I guess. Very unconventional. By radio standards. But uh, you guys yeah, are mean, getting... Yeah. You know, I mean, we're historians. I mean, I think as artists and musicians, we're all historians, but we're all doing it in a new way that, you know, has today's feel to it, you know. So we're not trying to do anything historically, but we're trying to... Uh, Throw a little bit of punk rock into a little bit of Cab Calloway or whatever. Right. They're, they play on period pieces and things. Right. Uh, and uh, it's uh, it's a big band and it's got the horns going and it has uh, you guys play the swing music and you, you you people dance and have a good time and there's no mosh pit. That's the timeless part of it. People get down no matter what. People era get it is. down. Right. Exactly. And you, can you get people to get down even if they show up hell-bent on not getting down? Even here in L.A. Even yeah. here in L.A., even in New York. <laughs> New York is one of the toughest audiences we've oh, ever faced. In L.A., they'll get down. They just have to make a, They have to like phone their therapist first right. and ask. They'll right. get on the little cell phone. they ask if it's okay to get down, and then you'll see them take an extra handful of, of, of what, what do they take, Vicodin or? Uh... They take some vegetable pills, some blue-green algae. Oh, yes. Jacked up yes. on blue-green algae. Yes, L.A., so you, know, you guys... Uh, now reside in North Carolina? Absolutely. That's correct. Right. So here we pay like eight bucks for a shot of wheatgrass. And uh, where you come from, it's uh, considered it's, a nuisance. Well, it's whiskey instead of wheatgrass. Right. And we pay for $4 for a <laughs> shot of whiskey instead of $8 for a shot of wheatgrass. You guys are going to be at Brick by Brick in uh, San Diego, which we're on in uh, tomorrow night. Two shows. Right. Two shows right here. And then you'll be playing the uh, fabulous K-Rock, Kevin and Bean uh, Swingers Night thing out here on Thursday. At the Derby. Derby. Yes. So uh, I'm going to try to go to that. But you guys are going to go up on stage at what time? Do you hey, know? Hey, hey, man, you want to be on our guest list? Uh -huh. Yeah. Can you get me in? <laughs> I think I can get you in, man. What time are you guys going to play? We're going to be know? playing at 945. All right. You're done. 945 to... Nope, I missed it. 945 to 11? Well, I'll listen to the CD in the car. Hey, All right, uh, we'll play another song a little bit later on. We'll talk a little more about the uh, CD, and we'll get to some questions. Jennifer, 20, you're on Loveline with uh, Squirrel Nut Zippers. Hi, 
Um, I have a question. The other evening, my boyfriend and I were um, having sex, and normally we will use um, a water-based lubricant, but instead we decided to use massage oil. Mm. And um, I was wondering if that would have an effect on the condom. Uh, anything that's petroleum-based can help the, the condom fall apart, and anything that says oil, I imagine, could be petroleum-based, so uh, um, it's a concern. Well, it's, it's more of a natural massage oil. It's with, um, they basically use, like, I don't know, extracts from plants. and. Um, well, it's not petroleum, then. If Have you ever tried Crisco? No. Would that work, Drew? Would that make a condom fall apart, vegetable oil? I Crisco would. would. Crisco, or, or lard. I, I, I don't know. Well, I don't why don't you so, look into that, It's not petroleum. I, mean, I was using not... hemp oil one time, and it definitely did. Really? How, how much pot did you have to smoke to get that no, hemp no, no, oil? No, no, this, this is hemp oil, and it's like put yep. out by the, all the people trying to... Wait, is this mic working no, right? No, the mic's not working. Uh-oh. I'm telling you, if you if you fry up a little bit of bacon, let the, let the grease... <laughs> all right, Chris, no, no, please, it, Chris. you're being irresponsible. Yeah. <laughs> Jennifer. This show's funny enough without trying to be funny. I'm supposed to be the irresponsible (laughs) one here. Uh, First off, Engineer Mike, we got to get Jay's uh, mic on. Jay, say something to your mic again. Howdy. Oh, there you go. Oh, I just have to speak up? I can hear Jay. All right, so here's what I would do before I cut you off, Jennifer. Okay. Can you read the bottle? Yes, I have it right here. All right, does it say anything about any uh, petroleum-based anything? Um, No, sunflower oil. So sunflower, Uh, this is a question where these plant oils can do it. Um, there's something nanoxinol nine. Well, that's the spermicide. So it was obviously meant to be used for oh, this. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, oh that's wow. spermicide. Yeah. Doesn't that give you a rash? Can. It can. Doesn't that make reactive. your penis sting sometimes? Sometimes. Sometimes. Good, but he had a condom on. All right. Well, you know, so, I'll, so it sounds like it was designed to be used with a condom. So there you I go. I never even realized that. I yeah. um, it was actually given to me as a Christmas gift, and um, we happened to just grab it the other night. All right. Well, the the baby Jesus is crying now, Jennifer. I hope you're happy. <coughs> All right, listen, Jennifer, don't use it anymore. Play it safe. What the hell? Well, use it, but don't use it on a condom. Just stay right. with the water base. Okay. Now, uh, Jay was talking about using uh, hemp seed oil. It tastes really nice. But you said it made the condom fall apart. I think it did. It sure condom, wasn't the... uh, your your tremendous uh, virility that made the condom explode? Well, no, actually, I'm not sure, but... Uh, but it tasted good? Uh, yeah, it's uh, it tastes sort of... Um, Chocolatey. So does this get in the subject of the mint-flavored condoms that I see at the 7-Eleven? You can't find those at the 7-Eleven, honey. Where do you get the hemp seed oil? Ooh, you know, those folks that are making hemp clothes now, Mm -hmm. sometimes they have other products that are hemp products. What does that taste like, though? I mean, hemp seed, is is it rich like a a good mushroom? It's oil, you know. Right. It's, um, and it's really, it's great. And it's cheap. All right, so you'd have to talk to uh, Woody Harrelson if you wanted to get hold of some of the hemp seed oil, apparently. I wish they sold it uh, around here. Was I it would, his brother that was to... wearing the, the hemp pants on our show? Yeah, uh, the, the entire uh, Harrelson family yeah. is uh, is uh, all hemp growers, uh, apparently. Uh. They're very into the hemp. They're well known in the hemp fields. <laughs> Stacy, 28, you're on Love Line. Hi, Adam. Hi, Dr. Drew. Hey, hey. Stacy. I called about... Um, Two years ago, and I'm sure that you don't remember, but I had said that I didn't feel like I owned my sexuality, and now I feel like I do own my sexuality, but it's, I'm embarrassed. Um, It's it's not the sexuality I want. (laughs) I 
I'm I I define myself as a sex addict. Why? What's happening? Um. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I I can't stop masturbating to. And this is a new problem. N- you know, I don't. It was only a problem when I tried to stop. I never really. Until I tried to stop it, I didn't consider it a problem. Well, the heroin's the same way, Stacey. Yeah, exactly. What what are you good for? What What are you good for a day? Uh, No, it's not. It's not um, quantity. It's uh, quality. It's it's the things that go on in my mind when I'm masturbating that bother me. Which are what? Um, people tying me up, leaving me there, um, having. Uh, yeah, you can do some gambling. Um. Oh, <laughs> this is what okay. you think about when you're masturbating. Do you want to uh, gamble? Uh, 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 well, you know what? Anybody calls our show twice already, I'm gambling on. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I'd like to wait, gamble. Oh, wait, 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 wait. What, what does that mean? Uh, listen, Stacey, many women fantasize about bondage and uh, rough trade, as it were. Uh, that does not sound so unusual. Yeah, but Stacy sounds like they're really fantasies of true, genuine abuse. Is that true, right? genuine abuse that... Yeah. The, I mean, they the leave her places, and they're they doing really awful things to her. makes me think that the problem is I don't want to be doing it. I don't want to be doing this. You, you, you're aware that there's something, there's something connected to that, some feeling state that's not so hot, not so good. Yes. What, and what did you call us about a couple years ago? I said that I didn't feel like I owned my own sexuality. Was it the, sa- and was it the same problem then? No. <laughs> okay, l- no, let me I, just... I didn't even know that this was going on. Uh, I didn't even consider this a problem before. L- let me... Let me um, toss out a, just a couple of quick observations and that is to me sexual addiction usually occurs in the setting of alcoholism biological setting of alcoholism uh-huh. and it is progressive continued preoccupation and behavior that that creates mounting consequences and loss right. you're spending all your money you're spending all your time you're losing relationships and yet you can't stop this compulsive behavior that's a little, little of a different quality than what you're describing, which is where you're having sort of sexual preoccupation. All right, but l- let's get, get a little history. Okay, all right. Well, thing- you want to bet or not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. Let's gamble. Five dollars. Stacy. No, no, no. <laughs> hold on, Ken. Stacy, hold on a second. What's that? Well, Doctor Drew doesn't, isn't convinced I'm a sex addict, but no, I. No, no, I'm not. But wait, but but you but you were certainly having compulsive I, I'm issues. Oh, uh, hold on. Oh, everyone, just hold the phone for a second, Stacy. What's that? I'm putting you on hold. Open the uh, yearbook and uh, look back. Look back on your past and study it, all right? All right. All right. Now, we gamble on people's past on this <laughs> show. And uh, some call it cruel. I call it good radio. So everyone get a dollar out. And what we're going to try to do is we're going to try to figure out what made Stacy the way she is today. What happened to her when she was a young girl? Uh, last night, I'll have you know, we had Veruca Salt in here, and I won four bucks. That's all I got. Drew had quite a puss on. <laughs> all right, that's all right. We're going Excuse to commercial. We can, uh, we can make change, all right? So let's all just concentrate on Stacy's past. We'll go to break. We'll get some change. And when we come back, oh, we got a huge pot tonight, five bucks. Biggest pot we've ever had on Loveline after this.
All right. Uh, Loveline with the squirrel nut zippers here. I'm Adam Carolla. That is uh, Dr. Drew. We have uh, Jay, Ken, and Chris, all from the band uh, that I mentioned. And uh, the phone number, 1-800-LOVE-191. Fax number, 310-854-4455. All right. When we left off, we were speaking to... Who were we speaking to, Drew? Stacy. Ah, Stacy. All right. Stacy. Hi. You there? Yes. All right. I'm putting you back on hold. All right. All right. Now, uh, Stacy's situation is, as an adult, she masturbates. Um, Maybe excessive. We haven't really established that. She didn't say it was excessive. No. She that's thought a big it was. question in my mind. But it was the topic. Do, do you want to clarify that? Okay. Let's clarify. Oh, it's going to turn to a 25-minute call. I, I, I feel like I need to know. I mean, is it okay. is it because you enjoy masturbation more than sex with someone else? That's You know, that's part of it, too. Um, yeah. I tend to... Yeah. Right. How many times do you masturbate a day, Stacy? When? How many times a day? It's, it's usually not more than once. It's okay. not excessive. All right. That's fine. All right. We're putting you back on hold. All right. All right. That's all Thank we you. know. That's we not all, obsessive. That's we, not obsessive. That's, she said that, too. That's just being good to yourself. No, we said, all know the past. Uh, we all know uh, the score. We all know as much as each other knows. All right. Uh, Jay, would you like to start? Um, I don't think that she should be embarrassed at all, and I think that she should allow... No, not a, we're not giving her advice. Right, we're okay. doing the gambling. But she feels, she okay, feels as if it's I think a problem. That uh, in the past, um, maybe there was some disciplinary um, sort of physical abuse. Physical? Okay. No, no, not abuse. Well, I guess that any sort of physical yes, stuff, abuse. spanking, is abuse. But this so, is, it was appropriately for, for for discipline purposes. It was yes, okay. that's what I think. All right, Jay is going with over disciplined yeah. uh, on the physical corporal side. Punishment. Yes. As a child. Okay. Chris, you're up. I think she has discovered the forbidden fruit. No, no, no. We're talking about what Uh, you think her childhood was like in the past. Okay, he's lost his dollar. All right. uh, (laughs) Are you you waving your dollar? No, I'm I'm certainly not waving my dollar. That dollar is worth a lot to me. It's worth almost one dollar. Go ahead, Chris. I I feel like as a child she probably probably, – Enjoyed her relationship with her father too much, and it it was incest, perhaps not incest. It was was the implication. Imagine, it was was a a sexualized. It it was the feeling as if father is sex, and that's confusion, and uh, that leads that leads to you know uh, masturbation. We'll go with that. It's going to be a tough one to uh, root out of Stacy, but we'll we'll go with it. Ken. I, I think that, uh, first of all, I agree with Jay. She shouldn't feel embarrassed. And um, I think she was probably a really good kid that had very stern parents. Uh, Howard and stern And she was probably parents. emotionally neglected to some extent, whether it was because she was a good kid and people left her alone. or Emotional like neglect. Emotional right. abuse. Okay. All right, but nothing on the physical but, side. But I think she's a perfectionist, and I think she's worrying too hard about uh, Half of the right. battle to, to come to terms with this is... is Recognizing that she has a problem, which she obviously does, okay. or thinks she does. But you're saying masturbation is a problem. All right, or hold sex on, hold on. Listen, no. please. Oh, I don't want to be. I'm saying that she called because she thinks she has a problem. We uh, we must save the commentary for after the gambling. Okay. Otherwise, it will become too convoluted, right. and we'll all forget who uh, where we're at. So let's just do a quick recap. Uh, Jay is going with uh, over disciplined uh, on the physical side. Chris uh, went with. Um, her parents, uh, she was in the circus. Sexualized, no. relationship, with Sexualized relationship with father. Ken has uh, neglect. Emotional. Uh, emotional, emotional abuse. Neglect. Emotional, emotional, emotional abuse. Go. I'm going uh, with good old-fashioned alcoholism. Oh. Playing it safe. All right. she, with, she, with she was, you always say that. Her parents are yeah, She was sexually uh, father, abused. Father. And you're going she, with sexual abuse. Abused, but, but not in a... Not in a 
over, probably a very sh- wait 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 like, I'm gonna try to be as specific as possible. Go ahead, please. Probably for a relatively short period of time. Probably not by a family member. Uh huh. Sexual abuse outside the family. Yeah. Right, but you but do mean physical sexual overt abuse. sexual abuse before the age of ten. Not ogling, yeah. uh, groping. Stacy. Okay, <laughs> you guys. You guys are all going to take your own dollars back. Um, wow. We're all wrong. No, you're almost all right, except for I wasn't really physically abused, and um, it was a family member. It was a family member. And perhaps more than one family member. I don't really have all my memories. Really? Do you feel like it was a, 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 a overt physical thing, or was it a more of an implied... Sexually abused. She was... She was- it raped. Was, it was a physical thing. He wins. Raped as a uh, child. All right. Uh, any alcoholism? Yes. Okay. And and she was emotionally abused too. Well, uh, please. Well, of course, you're going to be emotionally abused. abused. She said and she I wasn't was physically abused. Really good abused. kid. And you're a really good kid. Thank really you. Good All right. Kid. So there was Thank an you. emotional. There was emotional abuse. Are you a perfectionist? Uh, Ken gets yes. a dollar back. There was uh, <laughs> alcoholism. There was alcoholism. I will uh, take the dollar. There was uh, there was uh, sexual abuse. And uh, there's still two dollars here, Stacey. Uh, I'm going to take an extra one for because there's a lot dollar. of drinking going on. <laughs> <laughs> on, was, on your part, sir. There wasn't. Uh, Chris went with. Uh, I think I lost. Yeah, I think I think you lost, and uh, Jay, you may have no, lost Chris as well. No, Chris went with the sex father thing. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's there too. Uh, oh, all right. The and, yeah, and yeah. I'm not sure. Now, now here's the deal. You, you obviously have. What some... about over discipline? Any any uh, yeah. malicious spankings? No, I don't remember any malicious spankings. Mm. Here's the deal, Stacey. You, were you a young child? We'll leave that child? <laughs> What's that? Are you the youngest child? Yes. Here's the deal, Stacey. All right, I'm, I'm giving the last all money now <laughs> for that. <laughs> Stacey, you've, wow. you've, you've had some recovery from this. What, what, what kind of treatment have you had? Yeah, um, well, yeah, actually, when I called you, I was just going into therapy. So and you're like, co- oh, this is going to take years. Yeah. Gonna, well, blah, blah. it is. Yeah. You're, in, it you're sure into is. it. And you're not, now you're into it to the point that you can start to realize where you're having dysfunction as a result of that past. Right. And you still got to, I'm sure it's very painful and very tough to sort through all these feelings. Yes, it's going to take it a lot of sorting out. Are you going to any Al-Anon or any kind of 12-step recovery also? Yeah, actually, I'm in 12 steps for the whole sex thing. Right. For, oh, for sexual compulsion, sexual yes. addiction. All right, Stacy, you're... A 12-step program for sexual compulsion. S.A., sex it's not, well, the, yeah, So it's not just one for, drugs uh, or there's, alcohol. There's different, there's different uh, sex groups. That, right. They're called the S groups, yeah. Which one are you going to? It's called Sex and Love Addicts. I, I don't know if I... Should, yeah, I guess it's okay. Cause yeah. I, yeah, well, you're not... Because you're, you're anonymous such as it is. We right. Don't know okay. who you are. So, uh, but there's a lot um, of people doing these... Uh, I mean, it's a group. It's oh, yes, it is. It's cities around the country. The oh, yes. You could get help. I've ever met in my life in those groups. Stacey, yes, do, do, do they use the white? Do they use the white book? It's a Saint Augustine book. It's 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 like the white book, but the pages are stuck together. Stacy, <laughs> what's that? All right, so uh, listen, excuse me. You're on the road to recovery. You're doing everything you need to do. Right. This is a, a big hurdle to get over. You come from a lot of trauma in the past, but you're you're. You're doing what you need to do now as an adult, and obviously they're gonna. These things are gonna manifest themselves in your fantasies and in your dreams. Sometimes that's all right. I mean, that's that's you natural. Know what? And, and wait, I want to talk to you a little. Just a couple more minutes. Is that? Is that? Do you remember the guy we had here from Psychotica? The man who cut his penis off. Yes. Yes. That guy Helps gave me renewed hope for recovery from severe abuse. I mean, he he was so okay. 
I mean, right. Remember him? I was, he was, was okay was, without having a penis? He was okay with everything. He'd been through years of therapy and years of 12 steps. Been out on the street since and he was he like had been 15. And he had the bowels of hell and back and said, you know what? I'm an okay guy now and I don't regret anything or anywhere I've been because it got me where I am today. I'm okay. Right. And so Stacey, Massive you, denial. You, 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 <laughs> you can be okay. Yes. The message. All right. Uh, Adrian. Yeah. You're 18. You're on Loveline. Okay. Um, how's it going? <laughs> um, check it out. Um, I just turned 18, like, in November, and, um, like, my insurance, my father, I don't work or anything, and I'm covered under Blue Cross or something like that. Yeah. And, um, anyway, when I was about 17, I kind of, you know, like, my doctor, I guess, like, told me to, like, do, like, breast self-exams or something. Right, every, all the time. Uh, I kind of found a lump. And that's normal for 18-year-olds. You should have lots of little lumps that come and go. What are they, those lumps? They're cysts or fiber cysts. It's, it's pretty much all women get them. Do you smoke cigarettes? No, I don't. Drink much coffee? Nope. Okay, that can contribute to them. Does it seem to be bigger or more tender or painful even around uh, the time of your period? Nuh-uh. It's, no? like, um, it's like on my pectoral muscle even. That's it's right. Like not even it, in no, it, those are, look, the, the, the overwhelming probability is that that is a cyst. They're very common in your age group. Yeah. All right, but well, what should she do? Have them have the doctor check it. You're a little bit young to be getting mammograms. Is there is there a family history of breast cancer? Well, the, see, the thing is, I live in a part of town that a long time ago it was like contaminated with like some carcinogenic chemist. The water was contaminated with mm-hmm. PCE or something like uh-huh, that. Uh-huh. And my aunt, she got um, ovarian cancer when she was 15, and wow. they had to remove one of her ovaries. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking, is there like any connection between? I- Ovarian and um, I'm not going to say no for sure. The connection between ovarian and colon, but this is not a genetic connection you're talking about. You're you're wondering if there's any kind of toxin that can create both to- kinds of cancer, and that's a very complex question. I doubt it, but go get it checked out. It's probably going to end up being a cyst. I almost almost for sure. Okay. Okay. Wait. Very rare to see a breast cancer in your age. There's two other things. The lead singer in Garbage is named Shirley Manson. Yeah. And, okay, in case you didn't already know that, because I heard you guys talking about And well, We had her on the show, Adrian. Right. Okay, sorry. Okay. No, but you guys were, like, debating her name a couple nights ago. No, no, what she was, no, we All were right, debating get, what she okay. said. Get to your next question. All right. My next, well, not my next question. I just wanted to say, um, you were talking about being on the radio, or well, listening to the radio earlier, saying, talking about the morning after pill. Yeah. That's not what they were talking about. They said that the FDA just approved that taking many birth control pills after having sex can act as a morning-after pill? Correct. That is the morning-after pill. You mean taking a whole bunch of birth control pills? It's not a whole bunch. You <clears> take <throat> two, lo- two overall a day oh. or four low overall oh. for three days. A truckload. Listen, oh. listen to us real carefully. I'm hoping cancer sets in at this point. No, no, no. Watch it, buddy. <laughs> All right. Uh, Watch hey, it, buddy. Mike, do you have the uh, Shirley from Garbage? Shirley, you're not serious. Listen to this and tell me. Uh, Her name's not Shirley. Tell me what this name sounds like. It's going to be a few minutes here. Uh, oh, okay. Surely you're not serious. All right, uh, Chris. <clears throat> yes, sir. You're getting a stern talking to during the commercial. <laughs> when we come back, and uh, by the way, this gambling thing is not over with because uh, I, this, I can't believe you broke even. This so. is extraordinary. Wait, now, wait a minute. You got Gambling on give, people's give sexuality. Give a little bit of break. A little bit of break. Yeah, everyone was uh, real Everybody sharp. Everybody was right on this. Except for Jay. <laughs> and Jay, well, Jay is the most astute member of our group. I'll he really Everyone is. in the wide world knows. He has a high All school education, for God's right. sakes. Well, He's got a diploma in yeah. sensuality, sexuality, and human relations. Book can only teach you so much. That's All right. right. 
All right, everyone be quiet. Let's listen now. Shirley says her name. Hi, this is Charlene Steve from Garbage, and you're listening to Loveline. She was obviously abused. Charlene, yes. <laughs> History of alcoholism. Are we All taking right. a bet on that, too? When we come back, more squirrel nut zippers, more gambling, more me, more you, and more Drew. Here's Loveline before deworming. Here's Loveline after getting fixed. Here's Loveline chewing out its stitches. Here's Loveline dragging its butt across the carpet. Bad Loveline. Bad Loveline. Loveline has been bad. And we'll be right back. I need this. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Eddie Trunk inviting you to download the Eddie Trunk podcast at podcastone.com. Going to have some fun each and every week. Mixed bag of a lot of things. Interviews with some of your favorite artists. Maybe talk to some of the behind the scenes people. Get into some commentary. Answer some of your email. We'll have some uh, some good fun. So don't miss it. The Eddie Trunk podcast every Thursday at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com. Hi, this is Shirley. And this is Steve. We're from Garbage, and you're listening to Loveline with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Hey, uh, Engineer Mike, find uh, Donna DiArco just uh, just <laughs> for kicks, because uh, she, she had a few drinks up here one night, and it came out kind of funny. Oh, wait, hold on. Is, is, is Chris's mic on? No, because they want you to oh, go to break. So. Okay, we'll, we'll get into, we'll answer that, Chris, uh, right after this 10-second break. This is Loveline. On Radio Station. All right, more Love Line with uh, the Squirrel Nut Zippers. That would be Jay, Chris, and Ken. And, uh, yes, still money on the table. Remnants of our last gambling call. Everyone broke even except for poor Ken. Uh, Ken, sorry, uh, was sorry Jay, poor actually. Jay. Ken uh, came out on top. All right, so uh, 1-800-LOVE-191 is the phone number, 310-854-4455 is the fax number. Uh, Engineer Mike, do you have that Donna DiArco thing? And this is Donna DiArco from Baywatch. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, love that really rocks my world. I uh, love a woman who drinks. Hey, let me tell you. If why, do, why, do you why do you say she drinks like that? Well, because I sat here and watched her polish off a bottle of Chardonnay, and then the top came off. And this is Donna Yeriko from Baywatch. And I'll tell you, it was the greatest night. So is she digging her career, being drunk? Uh-huh. Well, uh, listen, uh, many people have themselves a glass of wine or two at this hour, and, and this was no different than any other night, apparently. Uh, we've uh, had her on the television show. She was uh, completely sober, and the top mm. remained on. By the way, hi, this is and Donna. She was Deanna on her guard too. She was able to. Uh, yes, she was making herself. up for it. Yes. She drew up the. But don't get me wrong. Uh, we we love her. She came on here. She was right. a wide open book, and uh, the blouse was wide open as well, and we enjoyed that. Hi, All right, this is Donna Dierico. I'm telling you, just got a little wood there, Chris. <laughs> Johanna, 18, you're on Loveline with the hi, Squirrel Nut Zippers. Hi, Adam. Hi, Doctor Drew. Hey, Johanna. Um, I was just wondering how the squirrel nut zippers define their style. I mean, you guys sound like, you know, 1920s songs sometimes, and then, I don't know. We describe it as hot music. Hot music? Yeah, I mean, it, a lot of it's pop music. It just, we play with funny instruments. Hot music with a punk rock drummer. Right, exactly. It's crazy. I love that video. 
Well, thanks. Um, did you guys listen to like old songs when you were growing up? I didn't start. A lot of the band members li have listened to jazz and uh -huh. and twenties and thirties swing for yeah. their entire lives. I kind exactly. of kind of came in late. Is there a particular band that you guys relate to? I mean, a swing band. We take band. a lot of the breeders of a lot of different bands. <laughs> um, no, but nobody. Django Reinhardt's guitar playing, Cab Calloway's delivery as a vocalist yeah. is awesome. Uh, Fats Waller's melodies and his his lyrics were fantastic. But well, I, I mean, Cole I think the Beatles and you know. I mean, the Breeders is my all-time favorite brand. Brand. Band. Brand. Band. Brand of music. Have you this ever heard of the Breeders? Fifth Philip. And, uh, you guys are wonderful. Well, thank you very much. Well, thank you very much. Are you guys coming to Santa Barbara anytime soon? Um, we're there right now. We're, we're there LA. right now. Do you have any? Uh, do you have any questions about sex or? Nope, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> Just love the net zipper. We're good. We're, we're glad you don't have any problems with your sex life, and and that's great because <laughs> that's that's happiness. All right, and uh, will you guys be uh, touring after uh, after the uh, present stuff here? I, obviously, you will. Are you going to get by uh, Santa Barbara? We will Probably be in not for about six months, I would imagine. Correct. It'll be a little while. Out. We've got Sorry. several other major markets to hit, and uh, we're very busy right now, but uh, we love the West Coast, and we can't wait to come back. And Santa Barbara is someplace we have not hit yet. Very nice town. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful town. Yeah. Beautiful town. Uh, beautiful stoned, uh, sandal-wearing, uh, free-loving college students are I running all it. over the place. Careful. Uh, Marla, 18, you're on Loveline. Okay, hello. Hello. All right, my problem is... I've had very, very, very large breasts since I was 12 years old, mm -hmm. and either people love them or they hate them, and my problem is I just want, I, they sag a lot and they really hurt, and I don't want them to get a reduce, I just want them to be more firm, and, you know, is there an operation or, you know, anything? you got to learn um, to walk on your hands. <laughs> there are ways to sort of pull them up, support them. Is there uh, physical that, exercise stuff that you can no, do for that stuff? Really it's not. Not, not that's going to work. But, but it'd be fun to watch. But, but it is. <laughs> it is an operation. It's just not an extensive operation like the reduction would be. Oh, okay. So you could look look into that. I mean, I like my breasts. I don't want to change them. Either. Yeah, I mean, if if they start, to, there there are ways to sort of bring what? them back up again a little bit by yeah. doing what. I don't know what the exact procedure is. Again, that's, well, what about strengthening the uh, pectoral muscles? Then you'll have the what? strong pectoral muscles beneath breasts that you'll never see. Right. All right. The firming up of those mu of that muscle group will not lift the breasts in any way. No. Okay. How right. about them jogging bras? <laughs> yeah. What about, uh, do you wear a good bra, Marla? Yeah, but then they have, like, um, really hard shoulder straps in my arm. Um, so what about putting a little bit of foam rubber underneath them? <laughs> well, that, no, that's that's one of the reasons that people go ahead and get the reduction done. Is well, what the, about taking like a cot mattress and putting it on your back before you put the bra on? Well, hey, that's a really a cheap shot. Cantilever setup, uh, suspension How about bridge. A, a short man walking right. underneath you. <laughs> yeah, two bald men underneath you where you can rest them on their head. Hey, that's a cheap shot, buddy. All right. Uh, well, Marla's 18. Uh, I can't imagine uh, the effects of gravity have sunk in too much by by, uh, by the tender age of 18, but she's worried about down the road. And I yeah. talked to uh, Dr. Marcel about this, the uh, Don't swarmy. Jog. He is uh, Dr. Drew's uh, swarmy um, uh, plastic surgeon buddy. And let me tell you the difference between a, a regular physician and a plastic surgeon. Uh, surgeon? Surgeon. All right. Hey, shut his mic off, please. All right, a moratorium on Chris's mic uh, for a minute and a half. All right, here's the situation. Do Dr. Drew has the glasses. He uh, drives the Volvo. He uh, listens to opera. This guy drives like a convertible uh, Monte Carlo. He has a big uh, gold rope uh, chain bracelet and a big nugget watch. He really, uh, he, he really looks like more of a pimp than he does a, a physician. 
And this is the difference between the two. Drew, you never like to admit this about Marcel, who I love dearly. We'll, we'll have him come up here and defend himself. Yes. All right. <laughs> Mike's still off? Good. All right. Uh, Allie, 17. Okay, you can turn his mic on now. Hi. Okay. Um, I've got a small problem, I guess. Well, it's a little bit bigger than small, but um, nonetheless, I have a problem. Um, I graduated last year, so I graduated two years ahead of me, and um, I started dating a guy who was 25, and things, you know, were going great. Everything was great, and then about a month ago, I found out I'd have to move to Texas to go to um, school there. And I'm, like, really freaked out because he won't have sex with me anymore. Because he's preparing for your departure or what? I don't know. I mean, it's not for, like, a month and a half now. And, you know, he's... You'd think he'd be trying to squeeze uh, all all the sex out of that little 17-year-old body he could before you got on that plane. Well, he's moving with me. Oh, he is? He is. What the hell is that? Where is he, Allie? He's out at work right now, but... Uh Uh-huh. And, uh... Arby's is open 24 hours now, apparently. Uh, Allie, does, <laughs> yeah. uh, what does this guy do for a living? He's in the Navy. Okay. I don't trust him as far as I can throw him. What's he doing in the Navy? I don't know. I know he's a pilot, but that's all I know. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. He's a pilot. Not huh? a bad gig if you're going to be in the Navy. Yeah. And, I guess. And he is being relocated through the Navy? Yeah, he asked for a relocation to follow me to school. Okay, and uh, you're both be living together. You at seventeen, yeah, he at twenty five. Yeah. Okay, this is a little bit weird, don't you guys think? Uh, do, you, do you guys think seventeen and twenty five is a little weird? I mean, do you think Has it's a little bit young? Has she finished high school? Two years yeah, early. She, though. she graduated early. Oh, oh, okay, okay. And now she's going to finish her uh, or pursue her education in Texas. Well, I've already got a two year degree. I'm a registered nurse. Wow. So um, it's like I see guys that are 17 in my age with their skateboards and, you know, the sagging pants, and I'm like, you know, grow up. Right. But, I mean. I mean, is this guy a father figure to you at all? No, not at all. I mean, it's, but, it, I mean, it's like really weird. Because, you know, this, this is a, it's an eternal question, you know, what do you do with the kids that are advanced uh, academically and even socially and who get, you know, they're 14 and in college? Uh, it's a Doogie Howser syndrome. Do people do people progress sexually the same way they do psychologically? No, no, they don't. No, you I see mean if you're psychologically psychologically maybe you're advanced beyond your peers. Does that mean you're sexually? I think it actually yeah. retards the sexual process. <laughs> it really does. Okay, now. No, it does. Seriously, you see don't all those kids. Don't let him insult you he's, that way, ma'am. He's 15. He's going for his PhDs at Rutgers, and uh, he he can't find his penis with a slide rule. Oh, I've seen the story many a time. Right, but, uh, it's Allie, a tragic but, but one. But, Allie, but you, you, are, <clears throat> you clearly have a lot of... Uh, well, my problem is, it's like, he gave me these excuses on why. And what, Like what? What have the excuses been? Like, one of them, he's like, you're getting too skinny. And he's like, you know, that's why my parents are having me get away to college. Why? Because they think I'm too thin. Do you have an eating disorder? Well, some people have said that, but I don't believe it. Do you, I mean, how do you guys get along personally, besides the sex? Great. I mean, well, you know, you, you certain your, your history is sort of a setup. Uh, I mean, it wouldn't be surprising if you had an eating disorder, given your your history well, uh, and the profession yeah. you've chosen too, for that matter. I mean, this, this they people... put me on um, this medication, you know, and they said what medicine? Oh, you have this eating disorder, and you need to fix it. Allie, people... Allie, you're, you're a re- you're an RN. Yeah. And you've been seen by a physician and diagnosed with an eating disorder. I know. But All right. You, have, way, an you have an eating disorder. You, but you better come to grips with that. I mean, do you understand what the fatality rate of eating disorders are? No. About twenty percent. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. So let, let's and and I, I you know are you seeing a psychiatrist now? Yeah. Well, okay. I mean it's like once a month or something. All right, maybe you ought to see somebody more frequently because you know the 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 dynamic stuff that goes along with being such an overachiever, being a people pleaser, being a caretaker, being a nurse. Uh, you know, having an eating disorder, pretty complex. Interesting profile you're putting together yeah. here, Drew. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Allie. It's amazing the way you're able to do this, by the way. He's, uh, I mean, he is amazing. Creating characters that I didn't know. Well, and I <laughs> or, mean, or fleshing out characters that I didn't know. And, and Drew does not pre screen these calls. He's not thumbing through some atlas. He doesn't have a bunch of snot nosed sure? uh, interns running around in the back uh, feeding him answers. This is all experience because he's a real doctor, not the goddamn love doctor well, power- with the three inches worth of nails and five facelifts. He is just an MD. <laughs> power to the people straight up. Absolutely. All right. Well, here's the problem. He said all this crap, and, you know, I told him. I was like, look, once I get down to 98, I'll quit, you know. Yeah, so this is the right. deal. So that's you have a deal. serious eating disorder. Yeah, right? I mean, he, he's, he's, he's freaking out. He's scared he's going to break you. Right, he's freaking out because your eating disorder is out of control. And uh, God knows what other chaos you're injecting into the relationship. Um, Allie, God, it's a complex situation. Obviously, this guy cares about you a great deal. He's going he's gonna to relocate his life to where you live. Uh, I hope he has a decent relationship with your parents because there are some sort of quasi-legal issues here that uh, could be brought forward. Well, you might be she freaking has out that about degree. that, too. But get, get in some more, some more dynamic therapy. Just don't see the psychiatrist once a month. Talk to that psychiatrist about a referral for a therapist. If you really want this relationship to work out, maybe get a couple's therapist And also. the frequency of sex is not, That's not the, the issue, issue at all yeah, here. Not at all. Absolutely not even close. She has an eating disorder. And, and we're not and, talking about... And th- frankly, the eating disorder is really not the issue what? either. That, that, that's an issue in terms of the medical part of this. I mean, it's a very serious issue, and certainly she could be All treated right. as that primarily, but there's even more than that going All on. All right. It's the way it manifests. The yeah. trouble manifests. And we're not itself, talking Chris. about the geographical relocation. No, That's no, not no, a part of the problem. No, no, no. So no. What, what exactly are we getting to here? She um, has some serious difficulties that are that are uh, manifesting themselves in an eating disorder, and yeah. uh, that's what everyone way. is the, 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 it's reacting the, it's to. It's family of origin stuff. I mean, look, look how her family is uh, dealing with her eating disorder. We'll send her to Texas. But so sexual, fru- sexual frustration we'll is a symptom, not a not a source. It's you're nothing. saying it's, it's what people you know people would rather people call us and would rather have it be that kind of problem. That's right. easier. Absolutely. And when we asked her if she had an eating disorder, she brushed it off initially. Mark, eighteen, you're on Loveline. Uh, yeah, I got a question. Um, I've been dating this girl for a little while, and uh, we we talked about sex and stuff, and we both decided that we wanted to have sex, and. Uh, I, I I was fine. I I mean I got it up and everything until we like laid down and we're just about to do it and and then it just like went soft. This you were nervous. This is the fir- right. This was the first time with that girl. Yeah. Well, first time. Period. Ever. First time ever. No. Oh, okay. Boy, that's that's a nerve wracking experience. You have to be really drunk to really do it. The first <laughs> she, time. She's never she's never done it either. So I mean it she's made it harder so... because she was so tight, you know. Right. And I mean I I tried everything. I was like, well maybe more foreplay. I mean, I mean, I even got down to handcuffs. Maybe you know. he had your uh, phallus. Well, well, my that's phallus. a fallacy. That's a total fallacy. My phallus was someone else's phallus. Well, maybe. Oh, I see. He may have. He may. He may have inherited my phallus. Yes. This so it's happened. a fallacy. This happened to me. <laughs> okay. It's a fallacy. All right, Chris Punmaster. This happened to me one time where uh, uh, I could not achieve an erection, and it felt I from the beginning. It, it wasn't like. Yeah, it never Later. it never was happening. Right, and I described it as the feeling of so it was I a had, fallacy. Uh, <laughs> I engineer Mike. 
Uh, shut Chris's mic off, please. Don't shut. Yes, thank you. I described it as uh, having someone else's penis. I no longer had my own penis. I could not feel my penis. It was someone else's penis, and they were uh, they'd fallen uh, off a, a a tuna tuna boat in the Arctic Circle. All right. Well, I had. I mean, it was up, but it just it wasn't hard enough to penetrate her. Right. All right, this is all right. Is there anything I can do? No, just don't concentrate on that. Yes, there is something you can do. Don't worry about this. I had read somewhere. Happens all the time. I had Mark. read somewhere that more men than not experience this the first time out of the box. Absolutely. I mean, that, that it's more common for men, like more than 50% of men. I don't know if this is accurate data or not, but I'd read this in one source. Experience this. We have our expert locally here on the height report. Did, they, did you read anything about this in the height data? Jay? No. Oh, no, but okay. I mean, it doesn't that's seem good like, radio. It just seems like <laughs> don't worry about. It. I mean, let's 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 do what, do Here, what here's, you need to do to be healthy sexually yes. and, and interpersonally. But don't over worry yourself and or it will happen more again. Stress. Here's what happen happens. Again. Yes, guys have yeah. difficulty, and then instead of brushing it off, yes, we temporarily you. it is on. But the clock <clears> is always ticking. Here's what happens. They have difficulty with it initially, and then it gets to them, and they become like a batter in a slump. They get up, at the, they struck out last time at the plate, and now they're up there, and they're overanalyzing everything. They're changing the stance. They're uh, trying to bat 300, you know what I'm saying? Shut the mic off. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Jason, 21, hey, you have a question for uh, what's left of the band? Huh? You have a question for Jane Ken? Hey, uh, I'm calling from San Diego. I'm going to go see you guys tomorrow night. All right. Hey, uh, you guys rule. I was going to. I was wondering, uh, do you have any other albums out besides the Inevitable one and the uh, Hot? We've recorded a third one, but it's not going to probably come out until September, October. Really? really? In the fall, right. We're very excited about it. We we did it ourselves. Ken Mosier, actually, in the studio here, is one of the men responsible for really inspiring the band to uh, buy our own recording, recording, yes. buy our own recording gear, record it ourselves in the country in North Carolina. Due to the commercial success of the second record, we're going to have to wait a while until it comes out. But please wait for it because we're really excited about it. Yeah, you guys are great. awesome. Me and my girlfriend, uh, we're going to go see you guys tomorrow. How could we meet you? I want to take pictures. Uh, just come on up and say uh, hey to Ken. I'll be around. Really? Yeah. Say, okay. what, what show are you, are you coming to? Do you know? Um, the 8 o'clock one. Is that early or that's an early one? Just come, yeah. up and, just come up and say, hey, we heard you on that sex show. Right. That dirty sex show. Right. <laughs> okay. All and right. then strike the red-haired tall drummer in, yes. the, in the head with a bat. Yes. Okay, cool. All right. <laughs> if I bring my camera, stricken. can I take some pictures? Yeah. The okay, naked cool. photos. Thanks, man. All right, thanks. You guys rule. Thanks. Bring a uh, empty Jägermeister <laughs> bottle so you can throw it at Chris. I dodged one when I was uh, did it on stage in Minneapolis once, and it reminded me of that. Sean, 18. Hey, how's it going? Hurtful. <laughs> so hurtful. So hurtful. Good. Um, okay. Um, for the past two months, I've been attracted to women that are older than me. And, like, they're ranging from mid-20s to their early 30s, right? Uh, and um, and there's this one girl, well, woman that I like right now, and um, I work with her part-time on the weekends, and uh, she, and I think about her a lot, you know, and I don't know if, and I want to get to know her really well, you know. And I'm, Sean. Yeah. Let me ask you a, a couple of probing questions. All right. Before you go into the the uh, lit, your usual litany, have you had other relationships with women? No, I haven't had a girlfriend in my life. Uh huh. Do you? Uh, How old are you? Eighteen. Eighteen. Do you, do you uh, eat a lot of yogurt? <laughs> no, I haven't eaten yogurt in like nearly five years. How about okay. tofu? Tofu. 
Uh, Are you people speaking in metaphors? I haven't eaten tofu in a while. No. Okay. Uh, how about uh, your consumption of diet soda? I hate diet soda. I hate diet soda. Okay. Uh, do you have more than one cat? Uh, my sister has like three cats. But mm. uh, Any stuffed animals on the bed? No. No. Uh, do you ever wear... What do you get it at? Well, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, you stay with wait me on here. It, we're going to we're going to we're going to get to the truth here. You ever wear a uh, mock turtleneck sweater, a dicky? No. Stereotyping. No. Uh, do you have a squeegee in the shower to clean off the uh, lucite uh, you door? You are stereotyping, <laughs> no. my man. No. No. You are impl- you are making an implication. All right, and and final question, is the behemen still intact? <laughs> what do you mean? The uh, a woman has a hymen, a man has a behemen. Is that uh, is that still there? Uh, I have no idea what you're doing. Okay. Have you ever had relations with a man? No. Do you care to? No. All right. Priest? What? But you've never had, uh, you've never, (laughs) you've never had relations with a woman either. Or a priest? Uh, I've never gone out with a woman, but, you know, I, you know, I, I I have a lot of friends that are like girls. No, no. Uh, we're going to try to. All the giggly stuff aside here, so so we don't get deluged with mail here, Adam. Uh, uh, Apologize to any sensibilities. Oh, shut up. Go ahead. Um, What's what's up with you? Haven't ever had a girlfriend. I mean, I'm a really shy person. Mm. You know. Why do you think that is? I've been like that the rest of my life. Why? The rest of your life from? Why do you think that is? I don't know. Get ready with that mic, engineer Mike. I don't know. I've been really. I'm always it, a shy person. It's because I, mean, I can get along with people. Yeah. But so it's because you couldn't meet women. Yeah. Exactly. Do you yeah. find them sexually arousing? Uh, not everyone, but like, if if they're if they're really attract if I get really attracted to them. And what does when, that you're, mean? when you're attracted to them, does it make you nervous to to, where, to the point where you can't really uh, express yourself really properly? Huh? Yeah. If I'm really attracted to them, I can. I'm very nervous to talk to them. What is the like, feeling that comes with that? I'm like, I always think what I should say before I want to talk to him. But what is the I feeling? Of, I don't want to say anything stupid to like. But what is I the hate, feeling attached to that? What What if they like you? What is the feeling that goes along with that? What? What if they really like you? You go up there and you talk to them and they end up really liking you. What, what, how would that make you feel? Um, <clears throat> if I like them and they've liked me, uh, I maybe feel a little bit. I've never had that happen to me before, but I don't. I personally, I wouldn't know because I haven't had that. But how do you think that make you feel? Uh, maybe a little bit nervous because I've never had a relationship with, like a, like a loving relationship. A little, go a little more into that with me. What, nervous in what way? Nervous, like oh my gosh. Like know, panicky. Like, like, huh? Like overwhelmed. Yeah, kind of. Mm-hmm. You never think about men. No. Hey. I'm just curious. Come on. We all think about Come men on. on occasion. I think well, you're a beautiful I man. I think you'd well, probably much, be a great no, kisser, but, but, but the fact is... going on okay. between us? Well, pretty much everybody... Well, now, the, 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 again, according to statistics, most, if not all men, have some same-sex feelings as they're developing, and some more so than others, and some actually experiment with it more than others. And, uh, all right. I am done trying to get uh, blood from a turnip. Here's uh, what I will say about Sean. He's only 18. He's shy. That does not mean he's gay. We tried our best to extract the gayness from him. We got we uh, we, we came up bone dry. What, Sean, is that a metaphor? Sean is the expert. Sean likes. Oh no, I am a, a self-professed expert on, on everything. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, 
Sean is a shy guy who's getting a late start in his uh, sexuality. That is all. Why he likes older women, uh, perhaps they remind uh, him of his mother. Which is suspect. And, Which and, is a little suspect. you got to remember that he's but, so nervous, and yet yeah, when we the, ask him what would happen if he actually had a connection with a woman, ooh, that would be overwhelming, too. All right. Well, let's not plant any seeds and fertilize them. Uh, let Sean discover his sexuality. Don't you think that older women don't get as nervous as younger women? So maybe he responds to the less nervous older maybe. woman. But in by the way, way? I, you know, I, I was not even getting at what his sexual orientation was. Oh, you were. I was just exploring what his, what his feelings were. Well, about I'd women, like so. to see you when you were getting at someone's sexual yeah. orientation. Thank hey, you, Drew. Keep your pants on. When we come back, more Squirrel Nut Zippers, more you, more Drew, and we'll hear something else off of the uh, Hot Hot CD. Ernie, the world's fastest drummer for Loveline. Too, 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 too high when I'm not drumming up a storm. <laughs> what was the rest of it? Loveline will be right back. If it's not, sue me or something. Everybody, it's Nicole Polizzi, but you may know me as Snooki from MTV's Jersey Shore. I totally feel like Snooki doesn't exist anymore, so I want you guys to get to know Nicole. Download my new podcast, Naturally Nicole, at podcastone.com. A lot has changed in my life with becoming a mother, getting married, losing weight, being fit. So be a part of my new, fantastic, fabulous world. Download Naturally Nicole every Tuesday at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com. Yes, I'm Adam Carolla. That is Dr. Drew. This is Loveline. They are Squirrel Nut Zippers. That would be Jay, Chris, and Ken. Tomorrow night is uh, Pavement. And uh, phone number, 1-800-LOVE-191. Fax number, 310-854-4455. Yes? Pavement is going to be on this show? Tomorrow night. Wow, I love pavement. You do? Yeah, they're one of my favorites. Well, they'll be here tomorrow night. I, you guys, uh, you can fly back from San Diego and catch them if you like. We'll, we'll fly back in our winged chariot. <clears throat> so, speaking of San Diego, uh, they will be at uh, Brick by Brick for two shows uh, tomorrow night. But is that is tomorrow night, isn't it? That yes. sure is. But they're sold out out here. I, I do Most shows do sell out. That's good. It's good. Yeah. C'est bon. Yeah, so we usually play in Seven Eleven, so they sell out very quickly. Right, right. Or about fifty or sixty people. Small like halls. A rush on the lotto tickets or something, and the place is sold out before you know it. Bada bing. All right, uh, hot is the name of the CD. Uh, got my own gig. Got my own thing. Gig Sorry, got my own gig is 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 more of one of those things that uh, some of the uh, frog fishermen sing. Got my own frog gigging device. Right. Uh, Engineer Mike, uh, shut Chris's mic off, please. <laughs> and we'll hear uh, Got My Own Thing off of Hot.
Yes, got my own thing. Off of hot from squirrel nut zippers. Yes, it is, uh, to answer your question, it's like you going in Simpsons and then being a character on The Simpsons. So it's uh, sort of surreal. We're just talking about uh, the lineage of the Loveline show. And uh, for those of you who don't know it, uh, Loveline was uh, here uh, in Los Angeles on the mother station, Carol Q, for many, many years before it went uh, national. And uh, I, growing up uh, in the uh, suburban splendor of North Hollywood, listened to many, many a night of uh, Dr. Drew on the radio. And so it's uh, a bit surreal to be uh, sitting next to, next to him and uh, co-hosting the show. And uh, sort of an honor and also pain in the ass at the same time. Sarah, 18, you're on Loveline. Hi. Hey. <laughs> no. okay. What a lovely right. voice. Everyone get your money back out. <laughs> There's wow. some gambling going on on this call. Okay. I'm uh, sexually attracted to really geeky guys. Mm-hmm. And I can get good-looking guys. I mean, I'm a pretty girl, but I'm just sexually attracted to kind of dorky ones. Right on. Power to the people. Do <laughs> what you need to do. Yet. Well, what's wrong with that? It's, it's embarrassing because you can't bring them out in public with you. And Why? Well, I mean, you can. Be strong. Be brave. Be Come brave. on. It's hard. Well, Most that... people in bands are geeks to start out with. <laughs> right. Then they get cool later on. Hey, uh... Mm-hmm. Sarah. Mm-hmm. They're dead. Uh, <laughs> and then they die. <laughs> Sarah. Yeah? Uh, are you in high school now? Um, I graduated halfway through. I graduated early. Uh-huh. What do you do now? Um, I work. You do? Where do you work? Mm-hmm. I do, well, I don't want to say what I do because it's a really small town I live in, but... You push I, cuticles I back, don't you? I work you? with art. You work with art? Mm-hmm. Yes? In a gallery. Uh-huh. And, uh... What do you care now that you're out of this uh, environment? You know what I mean? I mean, people. Yeah, but it looks weird when you see like. I mean. Yeah, but you're you're an you're an adult and you're out working and you're out in society. I mean, when you're in school, everyone knows what everyone else is up to, and everyone knows who the school geek is and who the who the who the the prom queen is and who the football star is. Ken was the prom queen. Oh, I bet. (laughs) I I was. (laughs) Hold on, cover the goatee. Let me have a look at you. Oh. Yes. He's a oh, lover, yes. not a fighter. So the point is, the point is, is everyone knows your business. But when you're out of high school, I mean, but, who know, really knows well, or who really cares? Can I, let me ask a question, though. You know? I mean, well, you still uh, go out and you still go party, and these are. I mean, if right. it's embarrassing, you Sarah, know. Sarah, okay, do you go out? Hold on, hold on, hold on a second, Sarah. Friends. Sarah, yeah. I'm deeming this a non-question. You're fine. You're fine. This, yeah. uh, come on, I don't have time to waste on this. There's it's other people that have a problem, not Sarah. Yes, there's people with uh, mm. ulcers and no, cramps no, but I mean, that the need fact to be that, talked that, to. That other people who judge her for who she hangs out with, they have the problem, not Sarah. In fact, the instinct to go out dorky guys, healthy. Yes, and listen. Uh, dorky guys have huge penises. <laughs> Just I like you. This out. <laughs> oh, really? No. <laughs> really, I don't. man. I, I hate to say it, but I don't. But I have a theory about dorky guys and huge penises. Uh, the dorkiest guy I know, his uh, name is Zeb. He has a huge penis. Is huge. he a DJ? No. He doesn't really have a job, but the point Andy is... Andy Dick is, was kind of a dorky guy, isn't he? Yes, Andy Dick from News Radio. Bit of a dorky guy. Big schwanz. I know. How do I know? He showed it to me when he was on the television show. That's great. That's ratings. That's good. So positive. Rick. Hi. You're 14. Uh, yeah, uh, I was wondering about, like, the uh, differences between the effects of Ritalin and Dianalin in treating, uh, uh, like, attention deficit disorder. Uh, I'm not really familiar with Diana. Is it another amphetamine? Um, I'm not sure. It's just something my friend uh, switched over to. 
Well, I know that, that these days they're using a lot of different stimulants for the treatment. They're using Siler and they're using, jeez, uh, even sometimes the, the, the Zoxin and the stronger forms of amphetamine. Um, I, I can't tell you specifically what the difference is between Ritalin and Dianalin. I suspect they are analogs of one another, that Dianalin is some, some sort of a congener of Ritalin. Uh, it's just different ways well, of trying no to f- affect the pharmacology of the of the stimulant on the brain. If he has attention deficit disorder, he should be benefited from these stimulants. And probably what they're trying to do is find one with the least potential for side effects for him. It's kind of uh, yes. We will get into some more gambling before the show's out. Drew, look for some gambling calls. The boys are uh, they they have the blood is running hot with the gambling fever. And isn't it kind of strange that they uh, treat attention deficit disorder with a um, with a speed? Yeah, it's very strange, but but it works that way. Nobody knows. I, I'm sure there are theories out there. I don't know for sure uh, what the exact biology is, but why kids who are hyperactive and have difficulty focusing are improved by stimulants. Yes. You'd think it only make matters no, worse. makes them better. Neil, 21. Hi. Um, I kind of have a weird problem. Um, during sex, like regular sex, I can't stay hard, but like in order for me to stay hard, I have to get like really beaten on, like strangled or... Okay. So this girl. is a regular sex. This you're, is a gambling you're, call. You're feeling like there's regular sex and irregular sex. Yeah. And like, one one type stimulates you and one does not. Yeah, I used to be able to stay hard during like just like just sex, like you know, you take someone home, you have sex with them. Right. Men or women, please. Either. Okay. Yeah. Conventional right. conventional sex. Yeah, but now I mean the now I like I have to get them to like wrap a rope around my throat and like strangle me during right. sex or wow. like. One girl bit my finger backwards and almost broke it. And Ow. Doesn't that I mean, hurt? What? Doesn't that hurt? Yeah. What'd she do, slide back real fast on the bed? Yeah. Okay. And, or, like, they have to, like, I, they, some of them, like, use, like, a bull whip on me or whatever. Okay. Ken, don't go anywhere. Okay. And uh, stay away from anything sharp. We got to go to a break. We're going to do some gambling on this call. Okay. The boys have the money out. I believe I had a dollar anteed up already. I've got a bullwhip. And we will get to some serious gambling on your behalf, Ken, after this. Loveline will be right back after we kill the singer. Oh, no. Go ahead. Sorry. Buying a car can be a stressful experience, but True Car is changing car buying forever. Yes, True Car helps car buyers get rid of the fear that they might overpay. Last month, over 45,000 cars were sold by the True Car Certified Dealer Network. And TrueCar.com users save an average of $3,046 off MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three steps go to TrueCar.com. Find out what other people paid for the car you're looking for. Then register at TrueCar.com to see the upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. And the third step is simple. Just print out your True Car Savings Certificate and take it to the True Car Certified Dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. Every day, TrueCar.com users receive negotiation-free, guaranteed savings. Save time. Save money and never overpay. Visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com.
All right, more love line with the squirrel nut zippers here. Jay, Hello. Chris, and Ken, and uh, Dr. Drew. Now, when we left off, uh, we usually only gamble once a night, but the first one was sort of a push, and it was uh, like kissing your sister, actually. Uh, no excitement there in the first one. So, we uh, who are we talking to, Steve? I think it's no. pretty exciting to kiss We're your talking sister. to Neil. All right, well, you know, from North Carolina. Uh, when West we Virginia. when we left off, we were talking to uh, Neil. Now uh, Neil could only uh, get a full erection, or at least a good erection, if he was having some uh, rough sex, uh, nooses, whips, more than uh, rough, like like uh, abusive, masochistic, dangerous. Abusive. stuff. Yeah. Sounds dangerous. Right. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. You you can push it too far, and you don't really know it because you got the adrenaline and the uh, boner and uh, auto erotic. Asphyxiation. Yes, yeah. happens yeah. all the time, and it was uh, very the popular in the in the press. Yeah, and uh, the poor parents have to find a junior with the pants around the ankles hanging in the bathroom. Uh, and what do you tell the neighbors? How do you go? He well, he was whacking on. off, and uh, the noose uh, caught him around the jugular. And uh. okay, so who should we start with? Uh, Jay, uh, Jay, would you like to start again? Um, I don't know. I think I need to hear. Okay. Here's some more from him. Fine, uh, good enough. Uh, Ken, you were the big money winner uh, uh, last time. He's sexually abused as a young child uh-huh. by a male. By a male. Which, uh, in the family? Not in the family. Not in the family. Not Anything the family. else? All right. Because uh, that's actually my deal, too. So so we've got to get more specific. He might have chemical alcohol okay. problems. Right. In his family and himself? Or? In himself, okay. probably. Maybe right. in his family. Mm. All right. All right. You are good. Uh, Chris? Ken, Ken is a psychologist, after all. <laughs> no, Should I'm, be. I'm a sex criminal. <laughs> well, uh, there you go. He's very versed in the subjects we're <laughs> speaking about. Chris? Well, I would I would have to say that uh, he's an alcoholic and he's very self-destructive. And, all right. Okay. Alcoholic, uh, self-destructive. But, but I, don't, we, I don't think that gives b- historical background. We're not talking about the present. We're, we're talking, talking about, about the, the past. Yes. We're talking about the why. Yes. I think... I think it has something to do with sheep. Okay. <laughs> Take his dollar away from us. He forfeit. No, but let's just go with uh, go with something. Uh, I don't know. Go with uh, chemically imbalanced or something. No, chemically imbalanced. That's no, right. everyone right. says. Here, let's go. We'll with, get no, back. Let me let me give you this. Uh, this I, is uh, Chris. Uh, he 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 was dressed as a woman uh, by his mother. Which, all right, Chris. I, I think he's that. struggling with his sexuality and, and and he's very feeling oppressed by his dueling sexualities. All right. It's not a past problem, but uh, we'll take it just for the sake of uh, radio and moving on. Jay. I'll, I'll go with the bluff. I think he's bluffing. Oh, he's bluffing. He's bluffing. Oh, oh, right. Right. Well, yeah, there's a the wild card wild answer. Poker. All right. I will go with uh, physical abuse, uh, non-sexual, though. Just okay. uh, physical abuse. Okay. I will go for sexual abuse by male before the age of 10 and physical abuse by family members. Ooh. Oh, that is the uh, the royal flush of... Um, of abuse. Okay. Uh, Neil, was it? Yeah. yeah. Neil. Yeah. What happened as a child? Um, well, you're right about, like, the sexual abuse before I was 10, and then somewhat of the physical abuse. And uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, True. <laughs> just hold, just hold on for a second. Hold on. Um, and uh, Alcoholism? Alcoholism? No, I don't like alcohol. Uh, what about uh, family history? Well, um, 
your father? I don't know. It's kind of bizarre. Okay. Well, who who sexually uh, abused you? Um, a friend of the family. Oh, outside of the family. Yeah. Uh, did Ken? Ken is raising his hand in victory. Did he go uh, outside? He did, the but family? I, I actually was saying the same. I, oh. I, 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 remember, I said Hold that was my. Thing. Did your family ever find out? Did his family find, but his find family, out about this? His family beat him, though. Your family beat you. Um, not really. Sort of. What does that mean? Well, like it wasn't like a, like an everyday thing. All right. They used a belt, but it was a dress belt, so it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> but they beat you on occasion. Yeah. That's enough. Yeah. Okay, so uh, what do we have? Physical abuse from the family. Uh, we have uh, sexual abuse from outside the family. Who molested you outside of the family? It was just a friend of the family a who male. was over a lot. A male. And it was before he was 10, like it, I suppose. And it was a male? Uh-huh. And it was before you were 10? Uh-huh. All right, I'm giving the pot. Uh, Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll give, I'll give a couple. Uh, it's it's the it before up. the 10 thing. You really got to give him, you gotta give him a couple. I would have definitely guessed before 10. Okay, well, you know, I did take physical abuse, so Lord knows I should get at least a quarter Most people are too big to abuse after they get to be 10 years old. A very valid point. Uh, Drew, would you like to address that point? Well, it has a different psychological effect. Absolutely. Actually, you you'd, you'd have to say You're male. correct. And, uh, but also, to, to abuse a 10-year-old, they have to have been set up as a victim already. For right. them to tolerate, for them to be, be willing to go through All right, abuse. so, Neil. Yeah. You understand that what's going on, uh, what you're acting out sexually, is a sort of remnant of the past. Kind of, yeah. Right. And you understand that you could keep doing that, and you, you know it's a bit of a problem, that's why you called. Yeah. And so you have two choices in life, and everyone has this choice. You either just act out, in which case you become sort of a robot of your past, meaning you're like a robot, someone puts a chip in you, or in uh, your case, a penis, and they program you at an early age, and then you go on your entire life just acting it out, relationship after relationship, job after job, uh, addiction, substance abuse, whatever it is. You are on autopilot, and this is how most of the planet lives their life. And this is why we have repetitive people going through the prison system over and over again, and, and so on and so forth. Now, the smart people... Or at least um, the people with, uh, I don't know if it's intelligence or it's, it's some, some sort of gut feeling. They try to get some help, and they, they try to straighten it out. And that's what you're calling about, Neil. Yeah. You need to involve yourself with that process. Mm -hmm. Forget about what you like. Forget about your next partner. Forget about your next relationship. Put uh, sex on hold. Time out for Neil. Get some therapy. Get some counseling. Figure out what's driving you to go this direction and if you get to the bottom of that you'll no longer want to go in that direction because i was going to start counseling here good this month yeah now. absolutely you have to it's 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 a, almost a mathematical equation uh, yeah. abuse equals counseling at some point otherwise you just become an abuser either abuse someone else or abuse yourself or a good victim right 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 all right neil no okay. good luck good luck get, get taken care of all right, so Ken really uh, cleaning house tonight. Uh, Ken showing good insight. I got ran after there. Uh, Jay, <laughs> Jay, Jay's gonna have to take his pants off soon if we go for another round because I think he's out of money. And uh, Chris with the nonsensical answer gets the what do you get the courtesy dollar? Yeah, I still have a dollar left, but my mic's not on. All right, oh, it's, <laughs> it's not on. Okay, wait, wait, we've turned it yes, back it on. Go it ahead. It is on. Well, you're resting on it. Come on. It's, Oh, we really got a thing going on now, don't we? Right. It is on. Shut it off, no me. All right, here we go. <laughs> Nicole, 16, you're on Love Line with the Squirrel Nut Zippers. Hi. Um, I was calling for, like, more or less relationship advice. 
a couple of weeks back, I transferred schools, and I kind of met a new group of friends from what I've been hanging out with before. And I met a new guy, and I really liked him. We were friends and everything. And so, you know, we were talking as friends, and everything was great. But then he, like, started flirting with me. And I took that as, you know, he likes me, okay, whatever. And so I made the first move by telling him that I liked him. And he, in turn, told me that he liked me. And so we went on vacation, school vacation. And we come back to school, and he's like, well, I think we should just be friends. After we kissed and we kind of were, like, intimate or whatever. And I was like, oh, I want nothing to do with you. And I really don't know what to do. How intimate were you? Not really like, oh, we had sex or anything. We were just, like, touchy-feely. How long did this go on for that you were close to him? Um, about a, well, we met a couple weeks ago, and it's just, like, happened recently, about a week. All right. And he wants nothing to do with you now. Yeah. It happens all the time. Age appropriate. Yes. Yes. This, this Young is, love. This so is, uh... Just be, well, he's 18, and I mean, I've never, like, I don't talk to guys my age. I've always talked to older guys, like, mm. 22, 23 on up. Well, uh, stay so, with guys your own age, well, if you know what's good hard. for you. Yes, it's, they're more clingy. You'll have more <laughs> success with me. Hey, younger guys get a little clingier, sometimes. but it's better. It's healthier for you. I mean, at least eighteen and under, Nicole. But, well, but listen, I've never clicked actually with guys my age. It's I've always been like, I've always thought they were really immature. I've never dated someone. But, who's d- but how, how old of men have you gone out with? The oldest guy. Yeah. Was yeah. Twenty-eight. Twenty. Excuse me. What? Twenty-eight. <laughs> what Adam's going to tell you? What Adam's going to tell you is any twenty-eight-year-old that will date a fifteen-year-old. What would you say about him? Well, He's inherently I, flawed, in I, my opinion. See, well, I didn't know he was twenty-eight. He told me he was eighteen. That's it doesn't matter. He, he knows he's twenty-eight. Yeah, he's even more flawed. He's a liar too. Okay, so like with this, I'm thinking that it's more or less something a personality flaw in myself. No, no, no Nicole. It's just that, that guys the and girls when they're. I mean. It, you're lucky at least that he's being honest with you and not stringing you along and God well, knows what that's he'd be what he's doing. I mean, he hasn't came out and said, well, let's be friends. I suggested, I was like, okay, do you just want to be friends? And he was like, well, I don't know. Let's talk later. And then when the later came, he was like, well, I have to go home. And he left. Well, he's being polite. Men are pirates. Yes. Men are pirates. Yes. They're bastards. So they will take what they want and leave. Okay, and right. I- Look at your uh, vagina as a schooner that they've boarded. They've uh, taken what they could, and they've moved on. They've They're- boarded your vessels, found the gold. They're gone. Right. He's hoisted the uh, but he didn't, Charlie Roger, and he's moving He didn't moving do that, on. thank God. He didn't. Yes. It doesn't make right. you invalid. It right, makes him invalid. Nicole, understand that this guy was just avoiding an uncomfortable situation and confrontation. So should I and uh, for that comment, you get your mic on for an extra 15 seconds, Chris, because that was good. So should I try to get some kind of explanation out of him or should no leave it? he does not want to be involved with you do not humiliate yourself by having him drive that point in he's already tried to do it subtly you know what i'm saying chalk it up chalk it up to learning it was, it was a good experience for a short period of time thank god you didn't get too involved he's being reasonably direct with you now and both of you are sort of clear on what your feelings are go on right sin 18 hi hey uh, i have a question for the band but first, I would like to say hi, Drew, and I love you to death, Adam. Oh, really? Oh, Sin, I'm so sorry. All right. Uh, let's get that money back out. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. What, uh, what is your question for the band? Um, I was wondering how you got your name. My friend and I have a theory that you got it through, like, word association. We put as many nouns into a hat as we could and drew the first three, and that's what we got. Totally untrue. We, no, thought, of totally our favorite, untrue. we thought of our favorite animal, our favorite... Vegetable, 
and our favorite garment item. And we put them all together. <laughs> Darling, it's a candy from Cambridge, Massachusetts that's been made since the early uh, century. Since 1900s, actually. Uh, the Squirrel Nut Factory in, in Cambridge, Massachusetts, they make a piece of candy that's called a Squirrel Nut Zipper. It was actually... Uh, invented in about 1919. And, and what is it? Is it like a Reese's peanut butter? No, it's like a Mary Jane sort of. It's a caramel nut chew. A caramel nut chew. We have a great Peanutty. relationship. Actually, it's kind of funny that a band is, band's name is founded on a company's... Any problem with the company? Uh, no. They were really... It's a golden relationship. They were very nice. They've been wonderful to us. They sent us boxes of candy. <laughs> and we've toured the factory several times. It's a good it's thing uh, the company. band didn't uh, take its name from a douche or something. Right. In case you just have cases of uh, vinegar and water well, sitting around. Well, we it's a good thing we were in a death metal band also, or they probably surely would not have... Exactly. Endorsed you the way they have. So next time we're in your town, come on out, and uh, we always have some candy with us, and you can try it. What yeah, are you yeah. talking about, candy? Yeah, not, not what here, candy? of course. Oh, yeah. All right, Sin, that's how they got their name. Thank you. All right. Uh, I thought first that it was one of those things where bands say, well, we opened the dictionary, and we, fa- we found the first three words. And then I thought, no, squirrel and nut, too close. That'd be too big a coincidence. A zipper sounds like it was random. Uh, squirrel and zipper, nut and zipper, fine. But the squirrel nut. It huh. was named after a drink, actually. Uh, it actually was. Uh, uh, a guy got caught up in a tree. Fermenting molasses in, in, with nuts and Grain and alcohol caramel. and molasses. The guy got caught up in a tree, and he had to call the fire department to get him out of the tree. And they asked him the what drink he was, was doing a up nut in the zipper. tree. And right. he said, oh, I'm, I'm a squirrel nut zipper. True story. And uh, we'll be back with more uh, uh, confections from the South after this. All of my most sensitive areas were inflamed. Really? Loveline will be right back to deal with inflamed sensitive areas. Brian, why does the film vault work? Well, it's hosted by a best-selling author, a New York Times best-selling I'm author. Sick. I think people appreciate the charity that I show you by employing you as long as oh I have. Oh my God, this is not going to work. I can't. I can't. I can't. I, can't, I think it has a lot to do with I can't, that. I can't do it. I can't do it. And we've been doing the film vault for ten years. Somehow, I have not throttled Brian yet. But uh, we talk a lot about you. Brian's uh, tastes are, are, are very conducive to six-year-olds. Very smart six-year-olds. And uh, I get I get a little into it. Has it been ten years? Over. God, it feels like twenty. Film vault on podcastone.com. That's ONE. Uh, yeah. All right. Plum out of show. Uh, pavement tomorrow night. Squirrel Nut Zippers, thank you very much for coming out. Thank you. Thank you. It was a fun evening. Hot is the name of the CD. Uh, here's the thing about this CD, I will say. You have nothing else in your collection that is like it. And uh, it's very interesting music, and it's good music, and it's the type of thing that even if uh, it's not your cup of tea, and we have a lot of young listeners that are into corn. You still should get this thing just so you can put it on once in a while when you're in a funky mood. It will uh, certainly round out the collection. And put some money in our pockets. Absolutely. All right. Uh, Ken, Chris, and Jay, thank you very much. Uh, Payment tomorrow night. And until then, I'm Adam Crawler for Dr. Drew. Same mahalo. You're my stern but groovy master, Adam. This has been Loveline. The opinions expressed herein are not necessarily limo service for Loveline guests provided by Fox Limousine. And it certainly wasn't for me, Loveline producer Ann Wilkins. This broadcast was copyright 1997 Westwood One Entertainment. This music is MXPX on Tooth and Nail Records. 
said, Obo. Obo, stop dragging your butt across the carpet. This concludes another PodcastOne.com program.